Becker's Hospital Review is committed to delivering our audience safe access to vital educational opportunities. With this in mind, our 11th annual meeting will be in virtual format for the first time. Whether in the home or workplace, attendees will have access to sessions where industry leaders will be discussing the most pressing issues in healthcare, including the rise of virtual care, addressing clinician burnout, and delivering on-price transparency. To learn more, click on the conference tab at beckershospitalreview.com. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Carrie Cornicelli, Executive Vice President and CFO of Phoenix Children's. Carrie, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Hi, how are you today? Good, good. Now, before we jump into the questions, could you please take a minute to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background? Sure, I'd be happy to. I've been with Phoenix Children's about 21 months, and I'm responsible primarily for finance, treasury, revenue cycle, managed care contracting, our Phoenix Children's Care Network, and Phoenix Children's Pediatrics. Basically, I'm responsible for our fiscal policy, our performance goals, and planning for the ever-growing health system. I also serve a very important advocacy role with the state's Medicaid program, which we call ACCESS, to ensure appropriate funding for the key programs for Arizona's most vulnerable patients and their families. Previous to this role, I was with Sharp Healthcare for 22 years in a CFO role, most recently the last five years at the Sharp Metropolitan Medical Campus. I've been an active member of HFMA, and I'm a past national chair and a past chapter president. I've been active on several community boards in California, including the California Hospital Association, and I'm also a current member of the CEO Advisory Panel for AHIMA. Oh, fantastic. I'm so excited to have you here today and um, be able to talk a little bit more about some of the things that you are working on at Phoenix Children's. What are your top priorities today and how do you anticipate they're going to change in the coming year? Well, I would imagine my top priorities are very similar to all of my colleagues in the industry, but I'm going to start with financial sustainability during this pandemic. We are currently in a time of substantial growth um, in Maricopa County, and so specifically substantial growth strategies for Phoenix Children's. And my number one goal really is to make sure that we are able to sustain the growth that we have and remain financially, um, you know, profitable during this period of time. Our organization is rapidly growing with um, new clinics, um, both in specialty and primary care. We're expanding our hospital and emergency delivery care system and adding new providers, yet our volumes are dropping. And so we need to keep our eye on the operating expenses and ensure that we are flexing to the decreased volume. So number first and foremost, my top priority is financial sustainability and ensuring that we remain viable during these challenging times with decreased opportunities. The other priorities include um, growing our pediatric primary care practices. As I mentioned, um, they report through to me and I um, work very closely with the team to really evaluate the practices and continuing to grow, rather it be through cold starts or acquisitions, but we're increasing the growth of our primary care so that we can meet the needs of patients and families within the communities that they live so that they don't have to travel into Phoenix Children's into the um, metropolitan area, but we actually have services in the communities where they live. 
I'm also continuing development of the finance and revenue cycle teams with our middle leadership and staff development. Our team is also focused on implementing new um, decision support systems and tools. So those are um, the top priorities today. And I anticipate they'll be the same thing during the coming year. I don't see any changes with those priorities. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much for going through those with us. Now, Carrie, what are you most excited about right now and what makes you nervous? (laughs) What makes me nervous? I'm most excited about the growth trajectory that Phoenix Children's is on. It's been really exciting to be part of a growing and thriving organization. And it provides so many opportunities, both to myself, to our finance teams, to the organization itself. But most importantly, making sure that we have expanded access for our patients. It's just um, really important. As I mentioned, we're one of the top growing cities in the United States, and that makes it very important that we continue to grow. What am I most nervous about is that growth. We we have a lasting, um, will the um, pandemic have a lasting impact on healthcare? I don't know, but our volumes are down and it's the lower acuity volumes. So those volumes still haven't fully returned, and um, that impacts our our practices significantly. I'm also hopeful that our patients um, who aren't currently coming back for the lower acuity um, work, I'm hoping that this doesn't have a long-term impact on the health of our children. So that will be that will remain to be seen. You know, delayed care is that going to cause issues down the road? We're not really sure. So from a standpoint of being excited and nervous, it's it's really all about the growth. You know, we have these huge growth plans and opportunities, but yet our volumes haven't fully come back. And, you know, how do you balance that? That's the challenge right now. Absolutely. Yeah. It sounds like there's a lot of different ins and outs in terms of making sure that you're able to pursue the growth plans that will really um, improve care for your community and for the children that come to Phoenix Children's, but also understanding that some of those volumes have not returned and trying to figure out you know, how to proceed with that reality. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, I wanted to ask you about leadership. What are your top three pieces of advice for aspiring leaders today? I would say first and foremost, It's very important to enjoy where you work and who you work with. It's very important to have the right fit in the organization. Life is too short and to not enjoy the individuals that you work for, respect the organization. I think that um, you won't be happy and therefore you won't be a strong leader. So we spend so so many hours at work that it's important to really, really enjoy and trust who you're working with and for. Secondly, I think that it's important to lead with humility and compassion. Again, I come back to tough times, especially right now in the pandemic. And as a leader, we need to be sensitive to the needs around us. And I think you build that sensitivity and compassion. It helps you to become a more effective leader in the long run. I also think it's really important to take on additional projects and responsibilities. When you're aspiring to go to the next level, It's important to um, find ways to um, achieve some level of visibility within the organization. So as you take on more special projects and responsibilities, it really benefits not only the organization you're working for, but it also helps you to stretch your own personal growth and gives you the increased exposure to others within the organization. And I think finally, the last piece would really be to pay it forward. Healthcare really is a team sport. And as you continue to grow and learn, it's really important to look for colleagues that you can also mentor and support in their personal development and leadership growth. It helps to make you a stronger leader and you're developing 
others along with you. So those would be my pieces of advice for aspiring leaders today. Carrie, I really appreciate you going through those points with us. And I I think you've got um, a lot of great information and advice here. Number one, enjoying where you work and who you work with. Number two, leading with humility and compassion. And then number three, really being able to pay it forward and be a mentor to those that are coming up behind you. All those things are so important for healthcare leaders. Thank you so much for being here on the podcast today. Carrie, I really appreciate your insight and I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. All right. Well, thank you very much.